0: Welcome to the Not Your Typical Agent podcast, helping guide you through all things real estate. My name is Jay Crotchy. I am a licensed real estate broker in the state of Illinois. Let's get started. Hey everyone! On today's episode, we're going to discuss some tips for first-time buyers. Kind of the first step you need to take. We're going to get into kind of some tips here and there, and. Um, some suggestions if you are starting the home buying process. So stay tuned. So, you know, most of the time when I'm working with a buyer, um, I would say 75% of the people I work with are first time buyers, uh, 25% are um, repeat buyers that were at one time first time buyers and are now relocating or they're buying a second property or you know, they're moving up, you know, a lot of times being so close to the city of Chicago work with somebody on the purchase of a condo or a townhouse or a single family home in the city. And then as you know, they get married and they have children when um, they transition into the suburbs. So, uh, you know, I consider myself uh, an expert at working with first time buyers, uh, just being able to um, know what to expect and being able to try to um, set them up for success early on. Um, the first piece of advice that I can give to a first time buyer, it doesn't matter how you know serious you are about buying a property, is you know, once you spoke to or have spoken to a realtor, uh, maybe it was a referral from somebody else, it's worked with somebody or a friend and family or somebody you know personally, is once you speak to a realtor, um, then the next step should be is talk to somebody about getting a pre-approval. Before you ever go look at properties, you need to speak to a lender or multiple lenders to find out, based on my financial situation, what what type of home can I afford? Um, if you're buying a condo, you need to take into account HOAs. You need to take into account taxes if you're buying a single family home. You need to do the same. A lot of times, not so much HOAs, but you have to take into account. Perhaps if you're moving to the suburbs, is you probably have a little bit higher taxes. So you may be able to afford the home, but can you afford the taxes on that home? So um, the best place to start, I find, and you know, is he, a lot of times what people do is automatically call their bank that they, you know, Chase, Bank of America, all that kind of stuff. The people that they are familiar with, who they perhaps do their everyday banking with. What I would suggest is ask your agent for a suggestion of lenders that they work with in the past that they've had success with. Um, you know, all my banking is done through Chase. Uh, you know, I have credit cards with other people as well, but um, the very infrequent situations would I recommend Chase unless you're a private client in order to pursue a mortgage. Uh, one thing that I, I've talked about in multiple different episodes is the person that originates the mortgage, whether it be a Chase, Bank of America, any of these people, um, they're not going to be the one that's servicing the mortgage anyways. So you will generally be in a better position financially if you shop around and you listen to your agent as far as recommendations on, on, on the lender that uh, that they trust, that have they've successfully done deals with, um, and they wouldn't recommend them to you unless they know that they're going to make your life easier and make for a good experience for you. I generally, at any given time, have five lenders that I'll recommend and uh, that can change. Um, The second uh, client has even the smallest negative experience with a lender, Um, you know, I'll evaluate the situation, but um, I will not recommend them again to other clients if uh, they start to slip and they're, they're not getting their job done. Uh, because my lenders are an extension of my team, same thing for real estate attorneys, and they're here to help facilitate a great experience for my buyers and my sellers. Um, I can only control what I control, but if I'm recommending people to my clients, and they're an extension of me, and if they don't meet my standards, then I don't recommend them. So what I would recommend to you, and again, this could be, you might be working with an agent that's newer that hasn't worked with a lot of people, so maybe Ask for them to ask for recommendations or then speak to somebody else that you know, uh, same way you got your agent, to see if they have a good experience recommending uh, a lender that they've worked with. So after you initially have that conversation with a real estate agent or even sometimes before, speak to the lender to find out what you could potentially afford. Uh, especially in this market. I mean, that's the biggest thing that I, a piece of advice I can give uh, buyers. Now, you know, when I first got into real estate, it was a buyer's market. So you could start looking at properties, have an idea what you can afford. In today's market, if you don't have your pre approval after you see the home that you love, I would say that you have less than 5% chance of securing that property if you're not pre approved. Because one, you're going to Usually, a lot of times you're you're going to need to submit an offer immediately on that property, especially if it's a competitive situation, which most of what we're seeing even today still is. And you're going to need a pre-approval or proof of funds for them to seriously consider you over somebody else, even if your offer is higher. So, um, if you do not have that pre-approval, you're putting yourself you're setting yourself up to for failure. Um, and your agent should be the one that is advising you to get pre-approved. Uh, Another reason why you want to get pre-approved is you got to make sure that you're looking at homes that you can afford. And I I think, I mean, out of the over 200 episodes I've done, I would say 50 of them probably address this issue, is the number one most difficult thing that we as agents have is resetting a buyer's expectation after they see homes in one kind of price range, and then having them to, uh, again, reset their expectations to um, a home that may not be as nice, or may not be in the area that they were initially looking at. Um, so you want to know what your budget is, um, and then you kind of decide, okay, well, what are we comfortable with spending on a monthly basis? I, as an agent, um, am never, never like to get involved with the whatever your situation is financially. I've talked about that previously. I'll adv- I'll recommend you to a lender, and then you tell me what you are are comfortable spending Um, if you have a pre-approval for that amount fine we don't have to answer any more questions honestly you know I I don't know what majority of my clients make in a given year I don't know your financial situation a lot of times I'm working with friends and family I think uh, you know that's one of the reasons why some people are hesitant to work with somebody that they know is an agent I don't care I don't ever look at that stuff Uh, if w-2s are sent or whatever uh, that's all sent to your lender I don't care about any of that stuff. If you tell me you can afford a house at $300,000 and it's backed by a pre-approval, great. Um, so that's how I like to do my business. And because I work a lot with friends and family, that is how I found uh, it just makes things a little bit less complicated. So having this episode be known that uh, I love working with friends and family, and that's pretty much majority of my business or friends of friends of friends, that kind of thing. So um, once you know how much you can afford to spend, then you can work with your agent to come up with a plan and an area and kind of specifics about um, your needs, wants, and all that kind of stuff. But you can't do any of that without a pre-approval. So that's my biggest piece of advice getting into before you do anything. I mean, you, of course, contact an agent so that you get a, a lender information that you trust or whoever you're planning on buying a home through. Um, you know let them set up a soft search for you but before you go view any properties get the pre-approval done because like I said before that's one of the most difficult things in the world is resetting your expectations I've had people that looked at $500,000 house thousand dollar houses and then found that they can afford a $250,000 house Um, you know needless to say if they wanted to stay in that area they were buying a fixer-up or they weren't buying one that was turnkey like the $500,000 house that they initially saw so having done this for almost a decade now um, and working with a ton of first-time buyers or even move-up buyers that you know may be able to afford way more home than they are aware of or they may be able to afford way less of a house than they, um, are, their expectations are. Um, it just makes things cleaner uh, and then it also just sets you up for success because you're able and ready with that pre-approval if the right house comes along because in this market you kind of have to be. So we've done other episodes with other tips. So we're gonna keep it to this one. This is the one thing that you need to do in order to uh, the first thing that you need to do when you're uh, exploring home ownership, whether it be for the first time, second time, or um, you know you're downsizing or relocating. So um, if you're if you're lending money and you're not in a situation, or if you're you're borrowing money and you're not in a situation where you have the funds to to buy cash then this is the first thing you need to do before you do anything else short episode today but uh hope you enjoyed it if you have any questions about the home buying process if you want to go further into details by all means reach out to me and as always thanks for listening Thank you for listening and supporting the Not Your Typical Agent podcast. If you or someone you know is in need of a real estate agent, I can help. I am a broker with HomeSmart Connect based out of Arlington Heights. We have several locations throughout the Chicagoland area, and I'm happy to help make real estate easier for you.